everybody. Welcome back to Popcorn for Dinner. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Alien Movie Month comes to a close this week after what felt like forever. Yeah. Has it felt like forever to you, too, that we've been doing Alien Movie Month? Yeah. Independence Day was a long time ago. Right? It feels like a different (laughs) lifetime. Uh, I can only assume it's because this month, I think, has been like the most diverse month that we've ever done where it's gone from like huge brainless blockbuster <laughs> all the way to like silly slapstick 90s kids movie mm-hmm. and there's like a ghost house movie in the middle of it and one of them was found footage but not the one you'd think and, yeah. then, <laughs> and then finally here uh in a move that feels sort of right mm-hmm. in in the whole vein of of alien movies and just movies in general it feels like the perfect capper to this month Based on what the story is, who made it, who's in it, that kind of thing. It's sort of the like, yeah. uh, if, if you had to show one alien movie to the aliens to show them, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> to, to show them what an alien movie is, you know, like this is sort of super classic, even though it's sort of new for obvious reasons. We'll get into why it feels that way. Um, but it just felt right. It wasn't yeah. the first plan, but that doesn't even matter anymore. It's the one we did. <laughs> For the final week of Alien Movie Month, which is the 2005 American science fiction action film, War of the Worlds. Yeah. The Steven Spielberg War of the Worlds. Mm -hmm. Not the classic War of the Worlds Mm -mm. from the 50s, made by whoever made it. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? I assume. The the original? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know that that's your vein is the like actual classic (laughs) sci-fi movies. And I'm the one who's seen all the terrible and sometimes not terrible remakes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I grew up there were like a select few like sci-fi movies that were allowed that I could like stay up late and watch. Uh-huh. And War of the Worlds was one of them. Yeah, I know I know you've talked about before uh uh Invasion body, of the body Snatchers. snatchers. Yeah, the mm-hmm. original Body Snatchers, the original Day the Earth Stood Still. Mm-hmm. Uh and then this one which is like since it comes from the fucking what is it? 19 no, 1890, what is that? 1898 novel that the original mm-hmm. War of the World story comes from. Like that is classic enough. Yeah. And then there is like the, you know, the first attempt at making a movie of it is, of course, going to be super like uh, remembered and, you know, thought upon as a classic. So the idea of remaking it in the 2000s, you know, like they remade Mm. Day the Earth Stood Still. It was not good. Mm -hmm. I saw it. Not good. Yeah. Uh, They did Body Snatchers so many times that it's like some of them are good. Some of them aren't. I've lost track of how many times they've done that one. Yeah, they've snatched a lot of bodies. I'll tell you that. (laughs) Uh, But then with this one, it was like, well, hold on. Steven Spielberg, though. So you're like, all right okay let's if it's gonna be like if it's gonna be a now blockbuster Mm -hmm. i don't know who else you would choose i mean at least a 2005 blockbuster not now Now. i don't think he would even make this movie now no uh but like in that time period if you (laughs) want it to be even somewhat semi taken seriously you know what i mean you don't Mm. want it to be roland emmerich again like independence (laughs) day you have him make war of the worlds and people are like oh fuck yeah it's gonna be nonsense but it's like oh it's steven spielberg though so you're like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And then you're like, oh, this is every Steven Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the classic thing, the classic War of the Worlds, 
but it's also so stamped with Spielbergian stuff. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. That it, it's, I mean, I can't even necessarily fault Spielberg himself for a lot of the ways that I felt like this movie was sort of like, eh, I don't know about this. Because it really sort of comes back to the whole thing in general, the original kind of uh, the the original incarnation of the story itself. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, we'll get into all that kind of stuff because we watched this movie <laughs> and we wrote notes about this movie. Yeah. Wasn't the idea for the movie like somewhat based off of this being read on the radio and then people actually freaked out thinking that aliens were... I mean, from what I was reading, because it's not like I'm some sort of like learned expert <laughs> on the subject <laughs> of War of the Worlds, but from what I was reading, uh, for one, it was not nearly as big of a thing as people like to remember it as. Okay. Like allegedly, <laughs> like it tops out at like maybe like 50 people okay. were, were, were duped or something like that. But it also comes from the fact that like, they all update it because it was fucking 1898. You know, there's mm. no way, there, not that there's no way. But nobody is going to make an adaptation that doesn't turn it up to, to their current time. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody oh, yeah. is going to be like, all right, this is a period picture. This movie takes place in 1898. <laughs> you know, nobody is going to make that movie. Somebody might make that movie, but yeah. <laughs> they're not going to get the budget for it. No. Um, so like when they did it in, I think, the 30s or 40s or whenever the heck it was with uh, with uh, what's his face doing the. The reading, uh, Orson Welles, yeah. like they turned the opening of it into a like faux newscast, mm -hmm. you know, so it would be like if somebody turned on their TV in the beginning of a movie was a fake news broadcast about aliens attacking. You're like, oh, shit. And then the credits start rolling and you go like, oh, God, OK, gotcha. It's a movie. It's not real news. <laughs> so that's sort of where that confusion comes from. I don't know if that version of it became the basis for any other version of it. From what I know, it's all sort of the same basic premise of like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> like these things came down, these tripod things come up. But like that being the basis of the story, you can kind of see how easily you can age it up to whatever time period you're in. Like, mm -hmm. well, it'll it, it you know, in 1898, I'm sure they didn't need to include anything about like and the aliens turned off all the cars because yeah. there's no fucking cars. Yeah. But, you know, as you do, you're like, okay, well, that kind of has to be a part of it. So mm -hmm. so as we get to 2005, you know, it's got to disrupt your fucking cell phones and airplanes and all that kind of shit that was no mention in the original story or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, it just becomes this like, oh, here come these fucking unstoppable dudes coming down <laughs> to, to take over Earth or do whatever the fuck they're doing to Earth. Because there's really not a real explanation. They give that little bit of... Uh, Morgan Freeman narration <laughs> at the beginning, which mm -hmm. I assume is part of either the original text or like an adaptation of it to make it the, make sense for this movie. Yeah, the 50s one had that too. Where it had Morgan Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been awesome. Uh, he's a wizard. Um, <laughs> no, it had a like sort of newsreel opening to it where, okay. you know, it's talking about mankind's wars throughout the world and like world war one was the first one where the nations fought against each other uh -huh. and then world war two escalated and and now essentially the war of the world essentially yeah had okay. that sort of feel to the beginning of it so gotcha this one i mean this one takes its own 
you know, uh, uh, time period stuff where everyone keeps asking if it's terrorists. Mm -hmm. So it's like it's it's it does that sort of similar thing. Yeah. Um, But I mean, I'll just read the descriptor for IMDb, even though it's a little bit uh, basic, um, (laughs) which is again, we'll we'll get to it. But it's one of those things that I've just never been a huge fan of. Uh, An alien invasion threatens the future of humanity. The catastrophic nightmare is depicted through the eyes of one American family fighting for survival. Um, from what I understand, I mean, I'm reading through the story of the original book. Mm-hmm. It's there's like a guy and his wife and he's trying to get back to her. And it's that kind of thing. Yeah. That's not really what the deal is in the 50s movie. Right. Isn't it like doctors and junk who are like scientists? Sci- yeah, yeah. Scientists. But yeah. They're they're professors and have doctorates so doctors doctors (laughs) doctor and of course there's the woman that's aspiring to be like a doctorate she has her master's and wrote a thesis on you know the one like special scientist that comes out Mm -hmm. i just rewatched bits and pieces of it this morning (laughs) to get yourself (laughs) yeah yeah freshen up so does it, uh, since I hadn't seen it, does the does the 50s one have the plot of like trying to get back to someone or is it just like aliens are fucking shit up, we got to run? <laughs> it, it is trying to get back to someone. Um, it's actually like there's the main scientist who sort of through just obstacles in, mm-hmm. you know, due to aliens. Right. Um, <laughs> Alien related obstacles. We all. Yeah. He gets essentially like paired off with this woman and there he's not from around there she is uh-huh. and so they're trying to get back to her family and like specifically like her uncle okay so the, there, there's a there's a vibe there they're all mm-hmm. kind of have that same sort of thing uh obviously this being a spielberg movie uh it's a divorced couple of course <laughs> yep and the neglectful dad and the kids he doesn't care about uh and mm-hmm. their journey of uh togetherness and coming back together and all yep. that it's it was like I hadn't seen this movie since it came out, <laughs> and I remembered uh, several things that I was like, fuck you, movie. I was not there for it when I was like 16, <laughs> and then going back and looking at it now, I'm like, I'm still not here for this, man. Like, some of this crap is like, like I hate to be like disrespectful, because obviously Steven Spielberg is one of the greatest filmmakers who ever lived. But at the same time, you're sitting here watching this and you're like, haven't you fucking figured this shit out yet, man? (laughs) Haven't your daddy issues been resolved? Yeah. Again, real uh, disrespectful way to to go about it. But really, it was just like, again, man? Again? Like, again? (laughs) It's every movie eventually boils down to like, and the dad isn't great. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, man, this is just always the same goddamn thing. And it just... I feel like there's just diminishing returns. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm. by the time you get all the way to this fucking movie, you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's a shit dad. The mm-hmm. kid, the, the the son doesn't like him and the daughter doesn't respect him. Yep. Whatever. I don't, it doesn't, it doesn't tug at the heartstrings the way that I think the movie really wants it to. Yeah. You know, the, it really wants it to be like, you're invested now. Right. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what? No, but it's, <laughs> but it's Tom Cruise and Dakota Fanning. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like the Tom Cruise of it all works against it. Yeah. I felt like if they had gotten somebody like truthfully, and this is like wild and out there and nobody, Spielberg definitely wouldn't do it. Uh, swap Tom Cruise and Tim Robbins. Make Tim Robbins the <laughs> shitty, neglectful dad and make Tom Cruise the fucking lunatic they stumble on in a basement. Yes. That's the fucking movie right there. Yeah. That would be amazing. That would be great. Uh, I also found myself <laughs> wishing Tom Cruise 
was Timothy Oliphant. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I could like, see that. Or or mm-hmm. Paul Rudd. Oh my God. Paul Rudd would have been amazing. Perfect. Super every man. I feel like yeah. we've pitched Paul Rudd for like every movie <laughs> <laughs> on this podcast. We're like, it'd be better if Paul Rudd. Yeah. is in this movie. Paul Rudd for dinner is the name <laughs> of this podcast now. Uh, but it's just like, it It really just didn't didn't click. It was yeah. like, it was right in that era where people were starting to get tired of Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, I feel like it kind of had that thing. I mean, I'm assuming, I haven't really looked into it. I'm assuming it made a billion fucking dollars and it was a huge success and all that kind of crap because it's <laughs> Steven Spielberg and it's Tom Cruise and it's War of the Worlds. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure it did. Uh, let me see. Grossed over six hundred and three million worldwide. Fourth most successful film of the year. So yeah, it did. It did fine. Yeah. It's just like, it just boils down to like, okay, so you have an alien invasion story, and the alien invasion story can't just be all it is. Like yeah. as much as some folks might want that kind of shit <laughs> or think they want that kind of shit. It's like when you when it gets to that, it's like play a video game. Mm-hmm. That's the alien invasion shit that you're looking for. If you truly only want the like aliens and they're coming and we're fighting, yeah. It's like then just play a game, a movie. There's got to be a human element to it. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the fucking point? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the whole of cinema mm-hmm. is about expressing human moments on film using fiction. Like it's just <laughs> it has to be. <laughs> Even when you make it like a family of snakes goes on an adventure in this animated, you know, whatever. It's you make them human. You make yeah. you give them moments that like I relate to that snake right now. Like <laughs> you have to. So, you know that there's a human story that's going to be going on. It's just that you're like and of course it's why does it have to be this story totally 100 percent. it's you know as as ludicrous as independence day was where it's like <laughs> how the fuck yeah. did all of this come together <laughs> at the very least there were some things that were like sort of different or surprising you know yeah. what i mean like the storyline of some crazy drunk guy who once got abducted by aliens coming back to fight them like that's fun that's yeah. a fun goofy premise for an alien movie <laughs> and it's just one of the premises but with this one, you're like, okay, so it's going to be about this dad befriending his kids again, yeah. <laughs> regaining their respect after being apparently a sack of shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's the like super shallow kind of bad dad shit, the kind of stuff where you're like, yeah. you're like, okay, you wouldn't be this shitty. And if you are this shitty, your wife would never bring the kids back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, there would be a court case, and you would lose custody. Absolutely. If you truthfully could not remember your daughter has a fucking peanut allergy. Mm-hmm. Like, that is life and death. Yeah. And you're shitty enough to not remember that. And you could always say, like, well, it's the stress of being in the middle of an alien invasion. And it's all he had in his kitchen because he's a piece of shit. Yeah. Or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, maybe your kids have a point mm-hmm. <laughs> that you kind of yeah. suck. Yeah. Like, at the, the, the beginning of it. When the kids show up and he's such a jerk to Robbie, who I'm not even going to defend because I can't stand that fucking kid throughout most of the movie. Yeah. But he's such a dick to Robbie. He like forces him to play catch. He's he's not a small child, though. This is yeah. like a teenage kid. Why would he want to play catch? Like, Does he play sports? There's not even one of those generic moments of like, oh, did you get cut from the baseball team? And be like, I played basketball, dad. You don't even know. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even include that. It's just like, let's go play catch because that's what fathers and sons do, right? Yeah. And the kid's like, I don't. And then, (laughs) well, we're doing it. He's just like, baseball season's over. Yeah, which is like, what does that mean? Yeah, you can so play catch whenever. There's no, there's not a law. The cops aren't going to come into your backyard. Like, somebody played baseball in here. It is fucking February. That's not how this works. 
but he's a dick to him mm-hmm. and then also is just super dismissive of the fact that his small daughter is like hungry. Yeah. And he's just like, just order something. I'm going to go lay down. I was yeah. like, what? You're just going to go lay down? You have no food in your house, apparently. Like, it, it, there's there's the, the moment, like, when we're introduced to him on the dock, and he's leaving, and his boss is like, hey, we could really use your help with some shit. There's some shit going on, and someone's not showing up. We could use you. And he's like, sorry, I got something I'm doing. Yeah. So you, you're kind of led to, like, okay, so he wants to do this. Mm-hmm. His kids are coming, and it's important to him. Otherwise, he'd be like, eh, give him a TV dinner. I got another shift to take. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, no, 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 he's going to come home. He's going to do something. And then he's just like, eh, fuck it, feed yourselves. I'm taking a nap. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who is this fucking asshole? Ugh. I don't like him. Yeah. And it's not enough of like, and by the end, you'll understand. Like, no, mm. not even close. By the end mm. of it, he's still kind of the same asshole. <laughs> yeah. He did the bare minimum, which was keep your children alive. I mean, he, he almost he didn't did, do that. Yeah. He, he <laughs> didn't for Robbie. Yeah. That was all Robbie. I mean, oh, dude, that whole fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> what's surprising to me, too, is I feel like we're going to get to that part very quickly. Mm-hmm. Because despite this movie being two hours long. Which, it, holy fuck, how is this movie two hours long? There's not two hours worth of movie in this movie. Right. But what I mean is that it didn't feel like it. Like, by the, like, the way that it was going, it's not like, oh, man, it had this really brisk pace. But it was just like, not all that much shit happened. You know, like mm-hmm. it was just sort of like, okay, so how long was this again? This was two hours? I didn't even realize I watched two hours worth of stuff. It's you know what you I mean? didn't. <laughs> it's, it's wild. I'd, I'd have to like really chop it up and break it down as to like, wh- where did all this time go? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the dark skies. I'm losing time. The yeah, aliens are getting to me. It's an anomaly. Yeah. You know, they, they're at his house. They're in New York. Fucking, uh, there's all this radio chatter that they show at the beginning of like, oh, there's crazy lightning storms, and then there's talk of (laughs) seismic activity. Poor Ukraine. Oh, yeah, Ukraine getting nailed by it immediately. Also, (laughs) the fact that everyone called it the Ukraine, and it's like, you were still doing that, huh, world? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so funny to me, and not, I mean, funny in whatever. (laughs) In the ironic way. Yeah, Yeah, funny in the ironic sense, but just like, it's so funny to me in the sense that like Ukraine is like that guy who's at work and everyone calls him Dave and it's like, my name's Dan, but I mean, I'm not going to make a fuss. (laughs) You know, like everyone called it the Ukraine, like Mm -hmm. Seinfeld called it the Ukraine and then everyone was like, the Ukraine and then even in this movie, they're still calling it the Ukraine and then finally, what was it, like two years ago, they were like, oh, by the way, could you drop the the? It's a lot like Facebook, you know, <laughs> drop the the, just yeah. Ukraine. But like, so there's all that stuff. So, you know, like, okay, so that's setting up how, what's, what's going on. This is going to happen soon here. Cause obviously there's no oh, other yeah. reason to show that kind of junk. It's, um, it's Tom Cruise in New York. Something's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. There is so much Tom Cruise panic running in this movie. <laughs> that is so funny to watch. Cause it's, it's just like. That's it's where classic. all the time went. I mean, I guess. Tom man. They, ran they, it away. <laughs> um, so the huge lightning storm hits like a block away or whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. Lightning strikes like 28 times in a row because apparently Robbie was counting. Uh, and also Weirdo. it's, yeah, it also, it's not uh, hot. It's cold to the touch when Tom Cruise walks up to it. And then the fucking seismic activity starts happening mm-hmm. and this fucking thing comes out of the ground and like. The movie kind of gets going, yeah. you know, and that's probably one of the reasons why I was like, how is this two hours long? Like, you'd think uh-huh. that, like, with how quickly it kicks off, 
that we'd be on the road and going and it'd be done in like 90 minutes or something, but it just isn't <laughs> somehow. <laughs> it's a similar pace in the 50s one too. Like I clocked it around the 15 minute mark is when the alien first appears. It just falls to earth like a comet in the Uh 50s. It's not a crazy lightning storm because they didn't have that technology. Surely. And uh, (laughs) truthfully, I don't remember exactly how they describe it. I I read like the super cliff notes version of the book. So I don't know. (laughs) Lightning strikes are sending aliens down to things buried beneath the earth is apparently new to this story in in, in this version of it. Yeah. Which I find really interesting. Like, it's the one thing that I'm like, that's a fucking awesome addition. The idea that, like, oh, these things have been here. Yeah. Like, these these things are buried and are coming up now. Like, uh, ignore how nobody found them. But either way, right. <laughs> you know, like, that, that part does make it a little crazy. But I like that idea that, like, oh, these tripods didn't come down. Just, like, their pilots came down. Yeah. They were already here. Like, that's pretty cool. But then it comes out of the fucking ground. I thought it was wild that there was no score when it first comes out. Like yeah. it, it makes that cool noise, which is so funny to me because it's 2005. So it's the same year. But I could not stop thinking about how the noise that those tripods make as awesome as it is, you know, like as, as cool as it is, as this mm-hmm. like threatening, weird, crazy, like tone thing that it does like, oh, fuck, what is this fucking monster thing? It's basically... The Hans Zimmer score for Batman Begins, the like, oh, that <laughs> it's that, it's it's exactly that. Yeah. It's the same tones, and I'm like, how did nobody? I mean, it was the exact same year, so there's no way that they like watched it and did that, or could have watched it and been like, ooh, should we change our tone because it sounds like the Batman theme? <laughs> <laughs> there is a like really similar, if not the same. Oh, kind of thing. in the 50s okay, one. Okay, that's pretty cool. And that was one of my, like, compliments of this movie, where there <laughs> a lot of the sounds that they uh-huh. used for the aliens were very Classic. similar. Yeah, they're... It's uh, like, I mean, to me, it's like, uh, it's like that new Godzilla, mm. where it was like, it's not just the sound of a fucking glove rubbing on a violin that they used <laughs> in the old movie to make that roar, but a new, like, bassier, like... Mm-hmm. inspired by that version kind of thing where it's like oh that is like you hate to say upgrade on something so classic yeah but you're also like but for the movie it's in yeah they up- perfect they updated it yeah update <laughs> um so like that's all cool and all then the fucking like heat ray things come out and mm-hmm. i i was like i could not believe that i didn't remember this but I also just couldn't believe that this movie went this way because i thought it was just so silly and stupid that the people's clothes are there why the fuck would a heat ray leave people's clothes? It's so cartoonish and stupid that yeah. it really undercuts the terror that that opening thing should really be. That this thing just fucking comes up and like, blam, just mm-hmm. fucks you all up. But it's this like silly Looney Tunes version where people mm-hmm. are just like, oh no, and poof, and then yeah. <laughs> their clothes float down. <laughs> I'm like, what the, really? I did not remember that at all. And I thought that kind of, Kind of killed it. They make up for it a little bit later by having the like sort of more horrific shit going on with those tripods later. Mm-hmm. But like as a thing, especially when you see the same beam rip a building in two. Right. And you're like, why are the clothes still there? None of this makes any fucking sense. This is the stupidest choice. Uh-huh. What are you doing, movie? Just before all that, though, like when, you know, when all the cars are stopped and everything and they're trying mm-hmm. to figure out what's going on. I liked the fact that 
like New York City was eerily silent. You know, yeah. there was that moment where it's just like, what is happening here? Like, like I was thinking that while the movie was happening, I'm like, something's off. And then it suddenly hit me. It was like, oh, no, it's not like a mistake. Something's off. Yeah. It's a really awesome kind of subtle piece of of just like the world building that they've done is like, oh, God, yeah. A silent New York City is terrifying. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really should not be that way. You know something has gone horribly wrong. Mm -hmm. So like really nice touch with that. Uh, I was not a huge fan of the like silliness of the whole like car stopping thing where apparently uh, you just change out the solenoid. Yeah. And then your car is fine. Mm -hmm. So like what? Like it was both too easy and and also like a stupid plot thing that you you kind of just think in the back of your mind later when that fucking like plane goes down and he goes out and looks at it and they somehow didn't die from it. And that yeah. news van just rolls up and I'm like, their van works? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that solenoid thing isn't that fucking hard. But if that's really the case, there should be a lot more cars out. Right. Like there are plenty of mechanics. Are there? You though? know, like there must be. <laughs> did the, did the, do you think the aliens targeted mechanics? <laughs> They're like, we take them out first, then they can't work their cars. Yeah. Then, <laughs> you know, it, it was just like, you'd think that more people would have figured it out if it was literally like, you replace a thing. Yeah. Seems to work. I mean, but, like, I don't know what that part is or does. Well, true. I'm not saying <laughs> I would have figured it out. <laughs> I would have died immediately. <laughs> I'm just saying the people who know this shit would probably have figured it out. Fair. I mean, yes. to be fair, there's no real reasoning for why the solenoid mm -hmm. is the thing that if you replace it, it's fine. Like, if it's in the car when the alien shows up, it doesn't work. If you put a new one in... After the aliens show up, that new one apparently is not affected. Yeah. That's the weird part is like, wait, but why? It wouldn't all of it be affected? Like, well, it wasn't plugged into a car, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, well, wh what? Wait. Then why can't you replace anything else? And it's like, because shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because <laughs> we need them to have the only van in the country. Right. Apparently. I did think it was so ridiculous, though, that that whole big, like, fucking tripod coming out, heat blasting people, blowing up fucking buildings. Tom Cruise panic runs back home, mm -hmm. and his kids are like, what's up? Yeah. They have no idea what has happened out there. You didn't I, hear <laughs> yeah, anything? None of it? it was, like, just a couple blocks Seriously, away. Seriously, he ran around the corner and found Robbie, and then they found the hole, and then this fucking thing happened. It, mm -hmm. he, 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 <laughs> What are you talking about, movie? Impossible. Um, did you catch the thing? I think it was actually just a little bit before this, but the the bit with uh, Rachel and the splinter and how, like, if you know how War of the Worlds ends, you're like, oh, there, okay, I get mm -hmm. it now. It's foreshadowing, but only in the sense of, like, keep that sort of thought in mind because much like every version of War of the Worlds. And I really don't know. Like, I, I'm getting into it now because I can't really hold on to it any longer. <laughs> I hate the ending of War of the Worlds. Oh, it's awful. I fucking hate it. I don't care how classic it is. Mm -hmm. I don't care how long it's survived. You know, it's, it's over 100 years old now and people still talk about it. Like, that's great. Cool. Doesn't make the ending any more satisfying. Because it sucks. The fact that the characters of the movie do nothing. Yep. It's literally just a run until they eventually just die. Mm-hmm. Like, I was watching this one, and I was like, I don't remember them doing anything where, like, they change it to 
Tom Cruise figures that out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or like Tom yeah. Cruise sneezes in an alien's face and it <laughs> dies or something, you know? Uh, so I was like, I'll be on board with it. I'll watch the movie. I'll have a, a decent enough time. Mm-hmm. But it was still always in the back of my mind how much I hate the ending of it. By the end, they, there's no difference. It literally, like when a character in the movie at the end just says, how is it dead all by itself? And there's no answer for it. Yeah. Nobody goes like, well, what happened? You know, it, they're just like, I don't know. And then at the very end, Morgan Freeman rolls in to be like, anyway, it was bacteria. Yeah. The end. <laughs> like, that's all it fucking is. Like, yeah, there's a little message of like, oh, and mankind has earned his place here by living with the tiny, you know, beings and mm. becoming immune to them and whatever. So that's why the aliens failed. Like. But what does that mean? What is, yeah. there's, there's no thematic thing there. It's like, wait, so just because we're used to it, we deserve it? Like, these aliens were fucking kicking our ass. Yeah, and then spreading it everywhere. Yeah, there was <laughs> nothing that anybody could have done. Nope. And so the idea that, like, yeah, but that's the trick, though, yeah. is that there's nothing we could have done and we're saved by dumb fucking luck. hmm is deeply unsatisfying. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you manage to get a sack of grenades up to Into someone, an a anus, basket. A space anus. Yeah. In the machine. <laughs> like, honestly, I liked the, the, the like, cages full of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply, I mean, I read that that's how it is in the book, is that the things walking around, like, are picking people up and tossing them in, into these things. They call, <laughs> you know, they talk about it like somebody working in, like, an orchard or something. Mm-hmm. They're just, like, plucking and dropping it in their thing. But, yeah, the whole the whole ending thing was a little bit like that. Wow, that's all? Yeah. Man, that sucks. Because, like, you'd <laughs> think for a moment that, like, if you don't know the, like, true ending of, like, and it was the germs then you might think like, oh, and Tom Cruise discovered how to throw grenades into them. Yeah. And it's like, wait, anybody can figure out how to throw, throw a grenade into something. Like, oh, great advice. Yeah. You figured it out. <laughs> you solved the puzzle. Like, that's not really solving a puzzle. It's, it's just very unsatisfying. So, like, yeah. going into it, you realize that, like, so really all we have to go on is, like, do we like this family? Do we care that they make it through this? Mm-hmm. And... I don't know why they chose <laughs> to make Robbie do the things he does in this movie. He's such an idiot and an asshole and like really selfish. He's very much like Tom Cruise, but in like the angsty <laughs> teen way. Yeah, absolutely. I called him a dipshit a couple of times mm-hmm. in my notes because he was being a dipshit. It was just, you know, him being the the edgy teenager who's all like, I don't like you, Ray. I call you Ray mm-hmm. because I don't like you and I don't respect you enough to call you dad. And so it's like, oh, great. All right. So that's going to be a whole fucking arc. Yeah. Is eventually he won't call him Ray anymore. Like, oh, great. Awesome. Standing and cheering in their seats in the theater when he calls him dad. Like, it's not going to happen. That's not very compelling or thrilling. No. It's just the, the dick kid being a little bit less of a dick kid <laughs> by the end of it. <laughs> Because his father started being a little bit less of a dick. Yeah. And like the whole thing of like, all right, I I know that this van is working because I told the mechanic to replace the solenoid and then we're going to steal it. And then the mechanic gets killed by the aliens. So then we just drive away. Uh, We drive down the most like hilariously perfectly plotted 
highway of cars. Mm-hmm. It's like, how, there's no way. There mm-hmm. is absolutely no way that there isn't complete blockage of the entire road because everyone's cars just died. Yeah. You know, like even if several people were like, oh shit, uh, I'm going to push my car off to the side for some reason, even though yeah. every car is stopped. Like even if a few of them did that, so many of them didn't. Mm-hmm. So many huge trucks were like, fuck it, who cares? World's ending. Yeah. What do I give a <laughs> shit about clearing the highway? <laughs> so the fact that they are able to really use it at all is crazy silly. Even if I really liked that sequence of them driving and talking and the constant like whoosh, whoosh, like going in and out of the car and around it mm-hmm. while they're driving, I was like, that was fucking dope. That was. I really liked it. I really liked the fact that I could tell that it was multiple different like shots, mm-hmm. but I could not see the seams. You know what I mean? Like those shots of in the front of the car while they're driving it and they're talking. Yeah. Like that is nobody is driving that car. That car mm-hmm. is on a is on a rig <clears throat> being pulled. They're just acting. Oh, yeah. But then when you swoop out of it and you see the full car and it's driving, you're like, that's a shot of a car driving. Yeah. <laughs> so they did. They found great, awesome, seamless ways to make it all happen. And I was like, this is fun and energetic as stupid as it is of finding a way to drive on this highway. (laughs) Like I really dug that whole sequence and I was like, okay, if it can just, if just keep being fun movie, like just do that, please. That's all we ask. Yeah. That's really all I ask because I know there's nothing else that's going to make me happy. (laughs) I know the ending is not going to be satisfying. I know I'm not going to care about this whole divorce dad thing. Yeah. So just please be fun. And eventually, like, I feel like the best bits of it are later once they once they meet up with Tim Robbins. And that's just because Tim Robbins is now there. Yeah. And he gets to be great, too. (laughs) But like with them driving off and going to find going to the mom's house, Mm -hmm. a giant house. uh, I like the fact that it sort of like rubs Tom Cruise's face a little bit, you know, like, yeah, look at this. This is where they normally spend their time. Yeah. Think about your place now. Yeah. Yeah. Not so good. Um, and then and then that's when the whole peanut butter sandwiches crap happens and everything. Mm-hmm. I thought it was so stupid <laughs> that he insisted, like, I'll make food using this box of bullshit we brought from my apartment. Yeah. And you're like, the fridge here yeah. is full of food, I am sure. Oh, yeah. Swallow your pride. Feed your children. <laughs> you know, like, just do it. World's ending. Open the fridge. Who yeah. fucking cares? It doesn't <laughs> just matter do anymore. It. Yeah. And then they they go off and sleep in the basement, and then <laughs> the world explodes. I thought that was one of the most confusing sequences <laughs> where they're just suddenly like, oh, and the outside world is now bursting into flame. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they run into that, like, further back room of, of the basement to hide from it. Yeah. And then when they go up in the morning, it was like, yeah, a plane fucking crashed mm-hmm. right into this house. And like decimated a bunch of the neighborhood. Somehow, zero corpses. <laughs> yep. Like PG thirteen movies. So yeah, I get it. But at the same time, like this place would be littered. Oh, it yeah. would be a nightmare. It would be that river, but on the street. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts. Was just, I just wrote, whoops, and the small child sees a bunch of corpses. <laughs> like, all, like there was a, all, a bunch of other moments where Tom Cruise was telling her to, like, cover her eyes, or, like, don't look or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, go over there. It's fine. The river's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, shit. River full of corpses. Corpse river. Um. <clears throat> But so, you know, that place gets destroyed, so they can't stay there. Uh, The van, untouched. Right. So silly. Really silly. Mm -hmm. Really didn't like that, too. Like, I was like, 
Why not have them join the reporters? Mm-hmm. Go with the reporters. Because what the fuck are they really doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, they come in and they show, like, look, there's fucking tripods all over the place. And look, the lightning brings them down and puts them in their ships or some shit. Yeah. But it's like, uh, do they really think that they're going to go run around and find footage and then go back to their affiliate and be like, let's edit this all together? Like, everything is done, dude. <laughs> like, at this point, why are you, like, doing your job? It's, you know, like you it know, just nature just, of the reporter, man. I mean, there's if, always a story. If that's true, we should have been following them. Agreed. <laughs> Much better movie. Yeah, but it would have made more sense if they went with the reporters, and then you could have the reporters die. I don't care. Right. Add, add a little more body count to the movie or whatever. Right. But like, just make it make that make sense. Mm-hmm. You know, like not like oh the van's fine though. Like the entire house is rubble and the van is fine. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. Unbelievable. Like, have them still have it be the same thing, like convince the reporters to go to Boston. Exactly. They still have to go to the ferry. Shit's still going to get all like that van is going to get hella ripped apart. Yeah. I mean, I don't understand the geography of the area well enough, but when they mentioned he mentioned his plan to the kids that at one point he's like, we could do this other thing that I don't remember mm-hmm. or the ferry. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, whatever the other thing is, do that. Do the other thing, because this ferry is going to be a bad idea. Because for one, what are the odds it's operational in the midst of all of this? Like, you're going to get to the river and be like, ah, fuck. Yeah. Like, if it's not operational, then you're fucked and you got to do the other thing anyway. So, like, (laughs) rolling the dice on it still being there is, like, kind of fucked up. But also, you know you have, like, one of the most valuable things in this apocalyptic alien invasion with your children in it. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to drive it through a crowd of people as well, though they are not going to mercilessly tear you to pieces like animals. That was his concern because the other one was taking the interstate. I mean, they were driving on that highway perfectly fine. Like going to the ferry is like an end point right there that you then have to wait for help. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be like, we're at the ferry. Let's go get the ferry and then we'll drive it across the river. Like, no, <laughs> you if you're there, someone else has to help you. Mm-hmm. So that someone else might not be so interested in fucking helping you. But at least on the on the interstate or driving yourself, like you have some form of like, let's go this other way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even if it's like, well, it's gonna take us another hour to go this way because we don't know the way. Or something crashed and, and the road's out or something. Mm-hmm. You still like, uh, okay, then drive like around it or something. Like go drive yeah. through the grass or some shit. No like, one cares. Yeah, nobody gives a <laughs> shit anymore. Like just drive around like Grand Theft Auto it out of here. Instead of going to the ferry and being like, someone, someone please. Someone help us, us yes. with our van. Our very valuable van. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh, so lame. I did I did not like the idea. And then it comes to be that they then get attacked and carjacked and all mm-hmm. that shit. And people get shot over yeah, it. Yeah, people get murdered over it. And I was like, this is exactly what anyone with a brain would have told you was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, I mean, but it does like perfectly portray human nature. True. I mean, yes, obviously, <laughs> in, in the sense of, of, of like, you know, like we were saying earlier about like, Films showing human moments and things like, or, or reflecting 
society or all that kind of junk. Like, yes, that is very much mm-hmm. the horrible nature of us. Yep. <laughs> it's like, oh, you got a van? I don't care that there's a small child in it. Give it to me. I yeah. will point a gun at you. <laughs> um, but it was also just like, yeah, well, that's why you should know that. <laughs> that's why you should plan against that. Never roll the dice on human kindness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Always assume you're going to get fucked. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I wrote... <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that Robbie wants to fight the world destroying tripods mm-hmm. like the dipshit teenager he is. That's the yep. note. Uh, and he wants to hitch a ride with the army when they drive by and they keep telling him to like fuck off and whatever. That was the point, you know, and I remember it from watching it back in the day too. Like that's the point where you're just like, dude, yeah. like I don't like the choices you're making. I don't like the way that the movie is framing them because he goes and he's trying to ask the fucking soldiers to take him with. And then uh, Tom Cruise confronts him about it. Mm-hmm. And he goes off on that bullshit about like, the only reason you want to find mom is so you can dump us off on her and care about yourself. Cause that's all you care about. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, for one, what do you fucking care? You yeah. don't like him. What yeah. do you give a shit if he likes you? I mean, yeah, in the end, it's like, well, I don't like him because I want to love him and he's my dad and blah, blah, blah. But at the same <laughs> time, like in the midst of this situation, like, okay, so if he gets you back to your mom and he bails, hey, you and your sister are back with your mom. Yeah. Like, even if it was a selfish reason to get you there and you hate him for leaving you again afterwards, like, what's the other option? Are you really going to just sit in the road and be like, until you tell me that you love me and that you want to do this because you love us? I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like, really? That seems like a dumb child. Yeah, you're being super childish. And I know the whole like, and the younger one's the more wizened one because she's Dakota Fanning. And (laughs) and she's such a great actress. Like, she's wonderful in it. But it's it's the moment when Rachel starts freaking out because she's like, where are you going, Robbie? Like, mm-hmm. if you leave, who's going to be here to to protect me? Yeah. Like, who's going to help me? And, like, that, I think, is a, is a better twist of the knife to Tom Cruise than anything that Robbie says. Oh, yeah. Is the idea that, like, if you leave, who's going to protect me? And Tom Cruise is standing there like, uh, kid? And she's yeah. like, like I said, who's going to protect <laughs> me? <laughs> like that. Oh, that got a sting. But then she starts crying. And Robbie, like, oh, picks her up. And he, like, shoots some daggers at Ray about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, you're the one who caused this. Yeah. Your dumbass fucking reasoning of like, I need to go fight these aliens because uh, is what made her cry. And now you're looking at Ray like, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do this. <laughs> he did a lot of stupid shit, but he didn't do this. Yeah, this is on you, Robbie. Yeah, this is 100% on Robbie. And the movie's trying to be like, no, 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 no. These kids are blameless. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, Rachel's blameless because she's tiny. Robbie has so much agency that he is choosing to use for bad Uh (laughs) that it's like, he's no, I don't care. Like, unless the script read that he was like 14 and they just got someone way wrong to play him. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you are a 17, 18 year old man. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, and I also love the fact that, like, okay, so you took our van. We're still going to try to take the ferry, though. <laughs> you know, like, mm. they're not discouraged on the ferry situation. Yeah. Uh, they're like, well, we don't have the van anymore, so these people who attacked us probably won't attack us again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll be part of the mob that attacks someone else. Yeah. We <laughs> That's just how these mobs the next, go. Yeah, just got to wait for the next family with a van to show up. <laughs> terrorize them. Um, someone pulls a gun. Yeah. Everyone so, gets in the van, drives off, cycle everyone repeats. Everyone gets in the van. This whole crowd gets in the van. Fuck the ferry. We're all getting in this van. Uh, <laughs> but I did think it was just sort of silly, like, okay, yeah, the, the like, 
tripod is coming. Mm -hmm. You know, I liked that moment where they're all just like, what the, oh shit. Like it's coming right towards us and this whole fairy situation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So then you get the classic like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. And people are like, oh God, we got to get on, get us out of here. All Mm -hmm. that kind of junk. But now the tripods are just snatching motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. That I really liked. That it was just like, all right, now it's not just blasting people and their clothes fly away. <laughs> well, no, that that starts I mean, after that the happens. one comes out of the water. Well, and right, like yeah. creates the vortex that flips the ship, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone obviously has to start swimming away, and then more people die because cars fall off the ferry onto yeah, the person onto in the water. Yeah, um, <laughs> and uh, and Tom Cruise and his kids get away, and they just kind of sit on the shore and watch the tripods like. Mm. snatch people and kill uh-huh. people and all that kind of junk all like octopus like yeah super super cool and crazy and creepy mm-hmm. and like you're not quite sure what they're doing because it's not at that point when they show it like sucking juices out of them that in this right. point they're just like nah we're taking you yep and you're like oh fuck what's this all about now i thought <laughs> i thought it was just instant death this seems way worse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then then the army rolls by again well, I mean, they don't necessarily roll by, but they're all walking with all the rest of the people who like managed to escape. Mm-hmm. And Ravi is like fast walking ahead of them. Yeah. Which I just thought it was so funny. It was so clear what was about to happen mm-hmm. that like Tom Cruise, you should have tackled him way long ago. Yeah. Way before it got to the <laughs> point where he started running off towards the army because it's obvious what he's about to do. Oh, absolutely. He's been bitching about this the whole time. <laughs> he's going to go try and join that army and fight these fucking aliens like an idiot. <laughs> like, I don't I don't get what he was trying to do. Like, that's the main thing. If it was like, I'm like, if I mean, that wouldn't make sense either. I was like, if he was. You know, if he wanted to be deployed or something, you know what I mean? If he was like, I was about to join the armed forces anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I want to do. But he seems like a like a recluse who listens to the used. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't see a guy who wants to go fucking fight in, like in wars. Yeah. And yet there's this just like a, a magnetic pull just... of death and destruction that he's just like the, the specific line. I didn't get it. He says, I need to be here. I want to see this. Yeah. I wrote, haven't you fucking seen enough? Right. What more could you possibly need to see? Like, you've watched these things kill thousands. Mm, Easy. (laughs) Easy. And you're like, but maybe. Like, maybe what? I haven't watched the military fight them. Yeah, like, and I'm pretty certain that there were moments throughout this where they're talking about how, like, the army has no effect and they're Mm -hmm. covered in shields and nothing we can do. So it's like, do you need to see the futility of man before we all get wiped out? Like, you need to see it with your own eyes. Like, walk up there and be like, oh, we are fucked. And then just let the fire wash over you and then you're done and you're just, like, (laughs) into oblivion or something. Like, the fact that they never give him a real thing. It's so vague. It felt like Walking Dead. You know what I mean? Mm. Where nobody has an actual thing. They don't say, they don't ever actually articulate what is really going on. It's really vague. Just like, you know what it is. Mm -hmm. You're like, what? It's just like, you know what it is. Like, wait, no, hold on. I don't. I'm really lost here. Wait, I I know? I know what it is or you know what it is. Which is it? Because in this case, I need, I want to see this. Like, see what? Literally the premise of your (laughs) sentence is unclear. And this is the moment before you run off to your supposed death. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, he was dumb anyway. (laughs) I remember watching the movie and being like, that was the dumbest choice I've ever seen a character make. Yeah. So... They run away after that happens, and he's like, Robbie! 
<laughs> yells after him as he goes. Uh, I hated, I hated his line just before Robbie says his line because it was such the like sad divorced dad line that was like, <laughs> ugh, because he says, "You can hate me, but I love you." Yeah, and it's like, dude, <laughs> come on! <laughs> like at that point, because like yes. That I, I mean, I'm sure that that's the only time he says I love you mm-hmm. to Robbie so that it's like, oh, yeah, and it's like a meaningful thing or whatever. But it's like he's already talked about how he doesn't believe you or care what you say. Mm. So, like, if you're really trying to get him to stay, be like, what are you doing to your sister? Right. Think about what you're doing right now. Yeah. Like, if you hate me, whatever. Think about her. But to make it like you can hate me, but I love you. Like, shut up. No. This still feels selfish. Yeah. You know, like that still doesn't feel like really <laughs> being uh, honest and truthful there. But whatever. So Robbie <laughs> runs off like an idiot and seemingly dies in the fire. Yep. <laughs> I should have died. Hate it he so died. much that he doesn't. He died. He died. He died. <clears throat> and <laughs> Ray and Rachel, it's just now dawning on me that they all have our names. Hmm. Ray, Robbie, and Rachel. Doesn't mean anything. No. But Ray and Rachel run off and find crazy Tim Robbins <laughs> standing outside of his cellar, holding a shotgun up in the air. Nobody else sees him. Like, he is not calling to them. No, he's you know just what I mean? calling he's just, Yeah, he's just literally like, hey, people. Like, that's the craziest part. This dude's a lunatic. Holed up in his basement with his gun. But he's also like, hey, anyone who sees me, come on. Mm-hmm. Because he mentions to Ray once they get in there that he's like, we got a couple weeks of food in here. We got this and that and whatever. It's like, okay, for you guys, yeah. what if 40 people had shown up? <laughs> Would you have had to like vet them and be like, sorry, I can only take I can only take so many. Because then you're just in this situation with the fucking van. Right. People are like, oh, you got a basement? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, a couple of us might take some shotgun rounds. But once you're out of shells, <laughs> the crowd takes ours. you. Yeah, the crowd takes you. Yeah. And your food and all that kind of shit. Super crazy that he's calling out for anybody Mm -hmm. but hilarious that only tom cruise sees him (laughs) (laughs) and they go into his basement and he's telling them shit about what he's heard like i heard the japanese were able to take one of them out if they could figure it out we could figure it out which in the end kind of just feels like yeah if somebody found a way to take them out then then we'll figure out how to take them out yeah you know like in the end it seems to be throwing grenades into them yeah <laughs> but it's it really just comes down to like okay yeah they have these giant monstrous uh tripod things with heat rays and shit but the only thing keeping them upright is the fact that they have shields mm-hmm. otherwise the army would have taken them out immediately oh absolutely uh which now that i'm thinking about it, it seems like such a recurring alien movie theme <laughs> <laughs> like independence day and this one of like well, there's also shield. They also they always have shields because yeah. otherwise our super lunatic military uh, <laughs> process would would destroy them pretty quickly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> then comes a like sort of classic Spielberg sequence of like suspense and tension when that like snake camera thing comes down, mm-hmm. which I forget if they show a shot or anything. Is that just like is there just like a tripod standing above the house and then it sends they... like a tendril down? They don't show it 
You just assume, but probably. That is essentially what is happening. Yeah, that okay. was in the 50s as well. Okay. But yeah, that thing starts snaking around and looking for him and stuff. And there's the whole like, ooh, uh, look out. It's coming around the corner. <laughs> We're behind a mirror. Look at this shit. It I didn't know cooler. what. It looked cooler in the 50s, in my opinion. Yeah, I kind of didn't like what it looked like, but. Uh... It looked more alien in the 50s. Like the, the armature that they had mm-hmm. just looked more like alien mechanics <laughs> than just like supercomputer <clears throat> with an. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then there's, it's like, if they had set it up better, I think I would have liked the moment way better. The problem is that throughout this whole fucking movie, Rachel screams at everything. Mm -hmm. She screams simply because people are arguing. Yeah. She screams when she sees alien technology and corpses and all that kind of stuff, like for good reason. But she screams (laughs) at everything. Like it's sort of a thing. Yeah. That she's, like, not trustworthy to, like, not scream about something. And then when those fucking aliens come down themselves and are searching the basement, Mm -hmm. and that one, like, blah, like, pops through and is, like, all up in her business but doesn't see her. The idea that she's just, like, is moronic. I hated that. I was, like, ugh. What? Like, if it was going to happen, like, you you really would have needed one of those, like, You know what I mean? Like Tom Cruise's hand comes and like, oh God, like keeps her from screaming or something. Mm -hmm. But the idea that she's just like, oh man, ooh, that was close. Like what? You (laughs) scream, oh, you scream at everything. And then now you you really need to scream. Like this is a thing you'd scream about. Yeah. And you're refusing to scream. It's kind of dumb. I mean, not even refusing to scream. Just like, oh, I don't need to. Yeah. I, why would I scream? It's not like this was incredibly shocking and terrifying. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? The alien snake camera, horrifying. Yeah. Actual alien, meh. <laughs> yeah, kind of adorable. I did think that they were stupidly adorable. It, yeah, you know what I mean. It, it pisses me off. Yeah, I was like, that's so dumb. Like reading about the original story, it's like they are bear-sized tentacle monsters, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, why make them these cutesy dootsy little dudes? What's the fucking point of that? Make them look menacing. Make them look like a threat. Mm-hmm. They were really poorly designed, in my opinion. I mean, not poorly designed. Like, oh, it looks good bad choice yeah for the scenario yeah um <clears throat> i also love the fact that there's a moment when tom cruise and tim robbins are arguing and like no matter what cinema magic you want to try to do there is no way to not make tim robbins like hulk over tom cruise <laughs> like tim robbins is huge yeah just in general and tom cruise is tiny just in general <laughs> so them next to each other is hilarious but it's also so stupid that Tom Cruise somehow gets like the upper hand and kills him later. Yeah. Or it's like, what? Fucking Tim Robbins would literally crack him in half. Oh, Are absolutely. you kidding me here? Like, uh, except for the fact that he seems like the most level headed, cool dude in the world. Yeah. Like, as a regular, normal person, not this character. Yeah. You know, like, this he, character, he, bad shit insane. Yeah, he probably kills him. But, like, he wouldn't, but he could. Yeah. <laughs> Just snap him in half. <laughs> um, so I thought that was really funny. I did think it was uh, a little dumb that he kills him. Like, obviously, I understand why, because he's kind of, you know, going crazy and whatever. Yeah, and not Um, shutting up. Yes. I also wasn't a huge fan of Tom Cruise singing to his daughter. You know, I I literally just wrote down, oh, God, now Tom Cruise is singing. (laughs) You got it. No. And then fucking she is singing to herself while Tom Cruise goes and kills Tim Robbins, too, in in that, Mm. like, (laughs) okay, that was pretty horrifying. Like, she's scarred for life. No matter how you get out of this. Oh, yeah. Like, she's also probably scarred for life from the fact that the tripods are sucking blood and spraying it all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's... And the river of corpses. 
Yeah, there's quite a few things that probably scarred her for life. Crashed airplane. <laughs> People stealing, uh, being hijacked, yeah, yeah. Get, getting the car hijacked and all that uh-huh. kind of stuff. Definitely, completely scarred for life. Yeah. So, what makes Rachel run off? Because I wrote that Rachel runs off, probably taken by a tripod. And how do these giant things sneak around so much? You know, like there's constant scenes of them sneaking up on people, and it's like, aren't they huge things that <laughs> yeah. make noise? I, Can't you fucking hear these things? But yeah, I don't remember what makes her run off, but I'm sure it's just simply that oh, there's no, a bunch of fucking aliens it's everywhere. It's because the, the eye shows up again. And then, oh, yeah, and then he and chops he, it with the axe, yeah, and he, she runs off and yeah. thinks the time... Or no, she it does take her. There's that shot of it taking her, so then mm-hmm. he lets it take him so that he can get thrown into the basket with everybody else. Because mm-hmm. <clears throat> I wrote, the tripods carry baskets full of people to snack on. <laughs> like, that's essentially what's happening here. It's like, yeah. ooh, I'll save this one for later. Um, and then there's this, I don't, I don't like the design of it at all. That like entry point into the tripod, that like space anus thing. I don't understand why you make it like that. Everything else of their technology seems like cold metal. Mm -hmm. And then there's a like aperture lens. (laughs) Exactly. I don't understand why you would make it anything else, but it's like, I guess so it can like grab him itself. But I don't, again, with all the like tentacles and, and, and things flying around, like, yeah, you make the aperture open up and then a tentacle grabs them. Like, it's the same deal and yeah. it doesn't look like an anus. Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, Stupid. There, there does not need to be a giant alien sphincter right there. Yeah, it's a very bad choice. And then he leaves the grenades inside of it because there were grenades there too because, you know, soldiers and shit. But it was one of those things of like, okay, yeah, now it definitely makes sense why Japan figured it out and why other people figured out how to destroy these things. Because if that's it, mm-hmm. then not so hard. Like yeah. you, you would imagine that somebody in the vicinity of like taking an offensive front against the aliens, like whoever is involved in that, are smart enough to think like, okay, so they have shields mm-hmm. and we can't get our shit through their shields, but they are taking people. So if we can get someone yeah. with that shit in there, like, obviously, yeah, you have to ask that person, like, son, are you willing to give your life for your country and your your planet I mean, to take these things down? And you will find them. Oh, absolutely. Like, Kamikaze it, pilots existed for a reason. Exactly. I mean, that must be why Japan figured it out. Oh, damn. <laughs> and that's why America couldn't, because we're too fucking selfish. <laughs> um, no, I will die for my right to die right here. <laughs> yeah, not for you or anybody. <laughs> like, that's definitely how that went down. And he blows it up, and and it's like, oh, that's good. So now all these people that were in this thing can escape. Like, hopefully mm-hmm. everyone else will start figuring out how to take them out, too. Yeah. And then basically immediately, it's like, un- unnecessary. Yeah. It's like the line from from Bob's Burgers that Gene says, they're like, no, no longer relevant. It doesn't matter how to blow them up because everyone just died. It's fine. Whatever. Hate it Mm -hmm. so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, I hate the fucking ending of this so much. It's so bad. Uh, And that's when she says, how is it dead all by itself? And they don't know. I like I liked the shots of all the stuff that was like blood red, Mm -hmm. that like weird Ripley stuff, because that's what I thought of immediately was was Dreamcatcher. You know, all the all the like mm-hmm. all that weird shit growing on everybody that they called the Ripley. Yep. That's what that looked like. I was like, yeah. oh, the Ripley. Oh, no. Dreamcatcher. <laughs> this is the universe where those friends didn't meet Duddits. Oh, damn. <laughs> and the world fucking ended because the worm got in the water and all that. Um, <clears throat> but oh, the worm. The, the worm in the water. water. Uh, but like it was just so funny that it's like, oh, yeah, all this stuff is like dying and whatever. And like 
Nobody has an answer for it. It just is. Mm-hmm. And then the fucking tripod shows up when they run into all those military people. And Tom Cruise notices that the birds are flying close to the things birds and like landing on them. Mm-hmm. So that means that there's no shields anymore, I guess. I didn't remember a moment earlier that showed like a bird hitting it. That would have been nice. Yeah. I mean, not nice for the bird, but it would have been nice to see <laughs> that like a bird going at it goes like... And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Nothing can get through. I mean, it would have been a CGI bird, so it would have been yeah, fine. Yeah, he would have been okay. Give Just, us that context. Yeah, simply because for a brief moment, I was kind of with the military guy. <clears throat> where Tom Cruise is like, look, the birds. And I'm like, what? You know, yeah. I was like, what? I don't understand what's going I mean, on there's here. There's birds. Birds have been around all day. They yeah. keep flying away from the, the aliens. Place. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, so like, there's no shield. It's like, whatever. I just <laughs> I loved the, the constant repetition by all those army dudes telling everyone to calm down and get in the tunnel. Calm down and get in the tunnel. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds like something that's said before you're buried alive. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, calm down and get in the tunnel. Everything's fine. Get in the tunnel. Just yeah. get in the tunnel. Get in the tunnel. <laughs> calm down. Calm down. Get in the tunnel. Calm tunnel. It's a calm tunnel. <laughs> like, it just seems silly to me. I don't know. Uh, so it was time to blast them. So uh-huh. they blast them uh-huh. and they die. Uh-huh. Like that's the most insulting part of this stupid ending is that they're like, how is it dying all by itself? And they're like, oh, fuck, I don't fucking know. And then they're like, oh, because the shields are down for some reason. And it's like, okay, we'll blast them with the things. That works. All right. And then they go. And then they're just like, and then we go to Boston. Mm-hmm. And now we're in Boston. And look, there's there's mom. And I'm here with Rachel. And then out of the house comes dipshit Robbie, who somehow survived Made it here first. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Hated it so much. Like, did so he mad. did he go up there and then all the army guys like didn't kill those tripods because they didn't figure out how to kill him at that point. Yeah. So then everyone bailed and they were like, "You kid, I guess you're coming with us. Where you need to go?" Yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Could you take me to my mom's house?" Yeah. And they're like, "All right, yeah, sure." Because you'd <laughs> think if he was all about fighting them, they'd be like, "We're gonna go regroup," and he'd be like, "Can I come with you?" You know, and then they'd be like, "No." <clears throat> you're not military. Yeah, you're not military. You can't go with us. So then he'd be like, can you drop me off in Boston? They'd be like, why the fuck would we drive all the way to Boston to drop you off? Just get yeah. out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's no reason for him to wind up in Boston. First. And yeah, and there's no reason for him to be alive. Yeah. Fireball. It <laughs> totally engulfed that hill. Yeah. And he made it out. That's fine. Um, <clears throat> unscathed. Yeah, completely unscathed. But then it's after all of that, and it's like, and then the family is together, and they're happy again, I guess, and we figured out the alien shit. And then there's just that tiny little Morgan Freeman outro monologue mm-hmm. about, like, and then the fucking, like, bacteria killed him or some shit. I don't know. And then it ends. And it doesn't even actually give you, like, the reasoning. You know, like, yeah. it, it, it does in the sense that, you know, the whole mankind has lived here and grown immune and... That was the aliens' yeah. problem, that they couldn't do that anymore. But you're still just like, wait, what? They they all caught colds the minute they got down here, and it takes them roughly yeah, 24 and, and, hours. And a to, fatal cold. Yeah. <laughs> and once it runs its course, they're just they're just done so. Yeah. And again, it, it's not necessarily the fault of this movie, mm-hmm. but just the fault of the story in general. Yeah. That it ends in such a terribly anticlimactic and completely unsatisfying way i mean every version of it does <laughs> what more do you want from the 1890s 
I guess it's really more like if it was just a thing and people were just like, yeah, we look back on that as like, yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it's like, oh, we got to we got to turn this into a radio play and then we got to turn it into a movie and then we got to fucking remake that movie with Tom Cruise. And like, <laughs> you know, like, and I'm sure another one's coming in another 10 or 15 years. They're oh, going to make I'm a whole sure. new version of it or and something. And I'll hate it and all over yeah, again. And it's going to have the exact same stupid fucking ending because that's the only reason for the story existing. Mm hmm. Because truthfully, it's kind of just the story of aliens coming down and then you run for a long time. Yep. And there's nothing else to it. There's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, like there's nothing for our characters to actually factually do (laughs) to like help act, like take down the alien force. Like they could do what Tom Cruise does, which is like take out one of them. Mm -hmm. But there's no way for like a singular main character of this story to solve the problem. Yeah. Like a like a Jeff Goldblum figuring out how to hack into a computer kind of thing. <laughs> like there's there's nothing for him to do. He can't right. do anything like that. Your main character of the story. So it really is just like it has to be a really awesome human story. Mm-hmm. And this ain't it. <laughs> this truthfully is not it. No. Uh, and then it's just kind of fucking over. Yeah. And again, I was like, wow, it feels like not a whole lot happened. For two hours, yeah. somehow, though. <laughs> Wild. Truthfully, it kind of felt like I lost time. Right? <laughs> it was like, I, is there a better movie that I didn't see because I was blacked out for some reason? The fucking aliens took it from me? I don't know. Super strange. But uh, it's similar to Independence Day in the sense mm-hmm. that it's you know an alien invasion kind of movie. Mm-hmm. So it's not a new type of alien movie to end the month on. But it is at least it it at least bookends. You know, yeah. I'm I'm a fan of things having some sort of cohesion or like, you know, whatever to it. So it's like, well, if it wasn't all totally different, then at least it was like big, huge, silly blockbuster <laughs> bookends to the month. Yeah. Totally cool with that with some weird shit thrown in the middle. It was like a weird shit sandwich <laughs> <laughs> with crazy blockbuster bread. <laughs> I think that's that's the best way to say it. Yes. But uh, I think that is going to have to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner for uh, for this weekend, for this month. Uh, it was, like we said at the top, what a ride. What a Seriously. weird variety of movies <clears throat> that I definitely had a blast. I did not see it coming. You know what I mean? When we oh, were like, yeah. let's do alien movies. It was like, all right. And I kind of felt like, all right, a bunch of fucking alien movies. Same mm-hmm. old, same old. And what we wound up finding was so much weirder and cooler, in my opinion. Right? Oh, my gosh. uh, That I was super stoked. Like, I don't think I've ever been more surprised (laughs) by by what a month has had to offer. Yeah. Which is pretty tight. But uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. Look at the goddamn birds! (laughs) 